A 360 assessment is where your peers, those that you line manage and those that are more senior to you all have the opportunity to provide feedback on often a range of questions like your performance at work, how you interact with people, your management style. It's done anonymously and so if, if people that are answering your 360 answer it well, you get their, their true feelings, which sometimes don't always match what you think of yourself as a person. I think with experience, I've learned that you just have to take that as all positive and either you accept that's what people think of you and you're okay with it, or you figure out how to change it. And that's where mentorship and coaching can come in and be helpful. Because if you're okay enough to talk about these things and it wasn't a piece of feedback that you expected and that you found quite challenging, people can help guide you through it and, and you have to work hard to change that. I'm Veronica Russell. I am one of the two directors of education quality at the business school. My role looks after a lot of operational matters to do with timetabling, space planning and program management in terms of the curriculum and making sure that we're compliant with the regulations. I grew up in Epsom in Surrey, which is in the commuter belt. I lived there for all of my childhood before I went to university in London. I think if I'm truly honest, I never really had an idea of what I wanted to do when I was older. I didn't have a fixed plan. I think I took careers advice at my secondary school that if you did a science degree, it opened a lot of opportunities and a lot of doors to you. I enjoyed science at school and so that's the path that I followed. So I studied physics. I had a really brilliant experience at university. I threw myself into all the opportunities that were available. Obviously I studied hard, but I was also very involved with sports and society activity. I think moving on, my involvement with clubs and societies at university led me to be a sabbatical officer. I think the sabbatical year, leading a, a team of people as part of that and being quite involved in college committees was really where I decided that yes, actually I wanted to pursue a career in higher education. I first started working at Imperial in 2001 after my sabbatical year. I've done three to four different roles while I've been here. I have left the college twice to go and pursue other career opportunities. The first time I left was when I went to go travelling and the second time I left was to go and experience a different part of working in university. So I took a job in a more central department um, and learnt the workings of registry. As I said, I got lured back to the business school. I did um, maternity leave for Karen Tweddle, who is still with the school and she is the other director of education quality. I mean, it's obviously it's always a big decision to leave a permanent contract for something that's more short term. So I did decide that it was going to be a good opportunity for me to advance my career and, and get those skills and experience because then you can say on your CV, I did this at this level, it was maternity cover and you've got proven experience. Rather than trying to persuade an employer that you have the skills and you can do it, it's always much easier, I think, for people to employ somebody if you don't know them, who have proven skills and experience working at a particular level. In the current role, I've now been here 11 years. Over the last 11 years, I think the role has changed and grown. Those who are familiar with the business school will know that the business school has grown a huge amount in that time. I've been lucky to have the opportunity to grow the role with the growth of the school. A typical day will involve a number of meetings. Those vary from college level meetings such as the college education committee or the student life cycle administration board where we try and decide on which projects we support as a college to support our students there will be one-to-one -one meetings and there'll also be a lot of email and teams replies to queries that we have from all the program teams and members of academic faculty across the school 
I think probably the best thing about working in the business school is my colleagues. We all work really well together as a team. Everyone's very supportive. It's a place that I enjoy working. I think that's pretty evident by the fact that I've left the business school twice and come back for reasons of I enjoy working here. I think everyone shares a common goal and we're actually just really striving to provide the best experience for our students and our faculty that we can. I think through my career journey I've been very lucky. I've worked in an environment that's been very supportive. I've had some very good line managers and deans of the business school that I've worked with who've always given me the freedom to expand and grow my roles They've always been very encouraging. I think my advice to other people would be don't be afraid to do a sideways move. I think I often hear that people like working in the business school, they want to see promotion opportunities within the school and while that keeps you in your comfort zone, it's not always possible and it is okay to go somewhere else, get some different experience and then come back and, and apply for a new, more senior role within an area and a place that you like to work for. I would say take mentorship from those who offer it. Take opportunities to do postgraduate qualifications. I've done one while I've been at Imperial. I think that you can learn a lot from it. I think just don't be afraid to be you. Don't be afraid to speak up in meetings. It's a supportive environment at the business school. People want to listen. We all value that everyone's got something to contribute and, and ideas that you maybe haven't thought of. I think there's often a feeling that people have to go for promotion all the time that they're not chopping and changing and, and progressing their career that, that they're somehow not doing as well as they should do and actually at some point you get to a level and go I'm good with where I am now I'm, I'm happy with my job it's fulfilling what I need to do out of a job I'm not ready for the extra level of responsibility that goes with promotion so be comfortable with that until you reach a point where you feel right okay now I'm ready to go again try and find out as much as you can and, and expand your role as much as you can there's always opportunities to volunteer for events sit on a different committee and um, put yourself out there try and make new networks with people I think in in terms of progressing a career or progressing my career challenges have sometimes been a frustration that I'm maybe not getting to where I wanted to be quick enough and learning patience there's always personalities that you work with that you find challenging and it's learning how to almost manage your own emotional intelligence around those people. I think some of the biggest, in terms of emotional intelligence, some of the most challenging things I've ever done are 360 assessments. They're so valuable because you learn really what other people, what the, their opinions are and the hard thing with that is to accept that and then try and change your behaviour based on that. I suppose a key factor in my success, I work hard, I make sure I do the job. Fundamentally, you've got to perform in your role to be able to progress because that's where you get the good references, that's where you make the good networks from. I think I've been well supported by the business school um, in terms of training and development opportunities. I think there's, a, there's an element of I've been in the right place at the right time and been able to present myself well. I've always been true to who I am. I don't try to present an image that I'm not. I know my own limitations. I, for example, absolutely hate standing up in front of a room of people and talking, so I will avoid those opportunities at any cost. So I would never put myself forward for a role that, that required me to do that. So I know where my strengths are and I always try and play to my strengths. Do I have a bucket list? Yes, I still have a bucket list. 
There are still many countries in the world that I would like to travel to. I did have a long list of places still to go to, and then we had the kids, so that's all been put on hold. But I'd love to find time to give back a little bit more to some of the initiatives that the school has. When you're giving back in terms of your bucket list, you get a lot out of it as well, and you learn a lot. Probably the most important thing is just to be you and, and believe in yourself and have that self-confidence. There's always going to be a way to achieve it. It may take a little longer than you'd hoped, or it might take a different path, but learn to be accepting of where you are and, and you'll find things are a little bit less stressful, I think, if you're accepting of it.